you're listening to a Mash Those Buttons podcast. Visit mashthosebuttons.com for a full podcast schedule. Welcome to another episode of Watchpoint Radio, Mash Those Buttons podcast dedicated to Overwatch and its community. I am Jared, also known as Ja, and I'm here with Bobby Schisler, also known as Blazing Bob. Hey, 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 glad to be back. And I'm also here with Anthony Fox, also known as The Runs. What's up, boys? And yes, this is episode number 64. We are recording on July 11th for release on July 12th. Uh, obviously, I have some big things to talk about. Doomfist came out, I think. Actually, the podcast was late last week because due to some technical difficulties. But uh, Doomfist came out the same day we released episode number 63. So we're going to talk a bit about that. We're going to talk about Jeff Kaplan's comments on the current meta. And we're also going to talk about toxicity because it's reaching critical levels. And that has been a, a topic across the board. So we're going to get into all that. Um, before we uh, talk to uh, Bob and Anthony about what they've been up to in Overwatch, I just wanted to welcome anybody who is listening to the show for the very first time. Uh, thank you very much for taking the time to check out the show. You know, spend your 60 to 90 minutes, hopefully, here. <laughs> we really appreciate it. Uh, for the new people, uh, we talk about, we do talk about Overwatch news and some esports, but primarily our focus is on the Overwatch community and the state of the game. So even when we talk about news and esports, uh, we, we're pretty much going to center it around the community and the state of the game. If you enjoy the show and you want to keep up with us, make sure you follow us on Watchpoint Radio, uh, Watchpoint Radio on Twitter. So it's twitter.com slash Watchpoint Radio. And you can join us on Discord at discord.mash4.me. So that's Discord dot mash the number four dot me i'm gonna make that easier i keep saying it every week and i just i keep forgetting to do it by the next podcast um let's get into our community feedback we got two new itunes reviews uh this week uh one from uh, <laughs> the user's name is payload podcast is cool i'm pretty sure it's squidzord so uh, you would be correct yes that is squidzord and he didn't just leave a review and a comment. He left a story. He wanted to entertain the masses, so I'm just going to read it here. Uh, I was sitting there trying to sleep. Insomnia kicks in and murders me. I try to sleep hours and hours on end. Then I check to see what time it is. It's 2 a.m. I take out my fidget spinner and eat it because it's really not helping me focus on sleeping. I turn on Watchpoint Radio and Heroes Never Die podcast and wait for Jared to say dead and Draven to say, I am your mother, Luke, and they run off into the sunrise holding hands. But they don't know the jealousy of Bob. His arch nemesis, totally drunk, is poisoning Jared into hating Bob. But Bob has a plan. Stay tuned next week for Heroes Never Die on the second part of the story. P.S. Great show brought here by Bob from another show and just wanted to have some fun with the show. And damn it, Bob, you know who I am. Look at my name. 
So thanks a lot, Squid. Give him crap about the name when he left a review on the Cavalry podcast. (laughs) (laughs) I was like, somebody likes the payload. (laughs) Yeah, so thanks a lot, Squid, for taking the time to craft that masterpiece (laughs) of a story that you put together there. Thank you. I'm looking forward to the second part. I hope he gets another fidget spinner to eat for the next one. (laughs) Uh, Or at least tell us what happened to it. Well, you're gonna have to you're gonna have to tune in to Heroes Never Die because it should be on this week's episode. Yes, I don't don't know when it's out. Either tomorrow or Thursday. Either Wednesday or Thursday. Yes. Okay. All right. Cool. Our next review, which was it's actually a lot more of a normal review is from firebird 317 uh hey guys i frequent most of the overwatch podcasts and yours by far is my favorite i listen while working night shift by myself and i love that your show runs a little longer than most i've been playing for three months now and i'm teetering between silver and gold after your last episode with wawa's boot camp i now have an outlet to improve thanks you guys also i like jared's seth rogan like voice sounds great with the amazing sound quality well, thank you very much. One I would have to agree voice. with that one. Oh, my Seth Rogen voice? Yep. <laughs> I, I, I mean, it was a little jarring when I first heard it, but I was like, this is awesome. It only, oh. took about, it only took a couple minutes, but I was like, is this? Is he making a voice or is that his voice? Yeah, that's, that's, that's just the voice that comes out. Yep, that's cool. <laughs> <laughs> oh, but thanks, thanks a lot, Firebird. Thanks for liking my voice. Thanks for uh, the compliment on the sound quality. I tried very hard to make that happen. <laughs> so I really, I, I love when people say that. I'm like, yes, it's so worth the extra time. So thank mm-hmm. you. And of course, thank you for listening to the show. We, uh, you know, if you, you listen to multiple Overwatch podcasts and ours is your favorite, that means a lot to us. Thank you very, very much. All right. So let's, uh, let's, let's find out what Bob and Anthony have been up to. Let's start with, uh, let's start with Bob. What you've been up to in Overwatch this week. It's been a love-hate relationship. Uh, mostly love, though. Uh, I did take some days off, took breaks over the weekend, and played some Witcher Three, and went and saw, went and saw Spider Man, and you know, just kind of took a break. Uh, but prior to that, I had a great time. I I, uh, I teamed up with my wife, uh, Wicked, from the Overplayed podcast and Totally Drunk from Heroes Never Die and two listeners of those two shows. Um, I used my lower character, but, I mean, we were just destroying. We went, uh, we went 20... Five and one in a two-day span, and we actually got like three of those losses at the very end on Friday night, which I probably should have quit playing a little earlier because I was drinking that night. So probably could be linked to me as the fault, but we did great, and we all went up about five hundred SR. Got got wicked back into gold, and I think we're gonna do it again. Come. Maybe tonight, or not tonight, tomorrow night, or the day after, and just see if we can go even, if we can go even, like even higher up, because it was just real good. I mean, no, no DPS egos. Uh, everybody was kind of changing. We did have set roles, but it was great. No, tell me to calm, don't tell me to calm down, bros. No, 
Yeah, I mean, it was. I mean, it it, it was really good. I mean, uh, we had Joran and Priest. I think they're actually both listeners to the Overplayed uh, podcast, and Joran's actually the one that had that Roadhog idea uh, about his hook doing more damage the longer hook you you got off that I mentioned on the show. I think last week. Right. But I blanked on his name and said my buddy when uh when we actually recorded. So but yeah, I mean it was awesome and had a good time. Then yesterday I played and it was horrible. I did only I played with just, you know, solo queue and then some with Mel and it was just bad and just I mean Got to do a game of two Mercy Mains, two Anna Mains, a Zen Main. Mel was one of the Mercy Mains. And the other Mercy picked Torb, even though Mel offered him Mercy. Like, it was just lots of bad games. Yeah, lots of bad games. I mean, we hadn't even started the match. He's, he's, <laughs> is he tilted just because there's, there's another Mercy Main? I mean, they're... They're a cancer across the land, so you're going to get them in a lot of games. Mm. How about but you, it, Anthony? Oh, I'm sorry, were you done, Bob? Yeah, I'm done, dude. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> go, go, Anthony, go ahead. Uh, played a lot of Overwatch. Um, got a lot of shit games. Uh, dropped SR so far. I'm so pissed. I don't even want to. I don't even want to talk about it. <laughs> Well, this is the area. This is this is this is a truth circle. You got to tell us. I know where, this is the ritual circle. Where, where are you now? Uh, fourteen something. I Oof. went from like seventeen something. Because every once in a while, you get some weekends where it's just you know you get crap. Because I think a lot of the older dudes are out and some of the younger kids are playing. No offense to you guys, but there are a lot more trolls in the younger communities. Um, but I dropped so far, oh. I, and I kept pushing and fighting and. And and trying to play more games so I can get back up and it just wasn't working. We've talked and, about this yeah, but, so many times. Listen, so if, many times. If I stop, stop playing on Friday, it happened on Saturday. If I stop playing on Saturday, it happened on Sunday. Same thing with Monday. I mean, it doesn't really matter. I, I it was just I was getting queued in terrible games. I don't know what the deal was. I was so pissed. I was you got, so you still, pissed. And yesterday, that yesterday, during pre-show, you were not a happy camper. No, I don't. I, I don't necessarily yeah. get pissed over uh, Overwatch much, but I was pissed. Can you oh just do God. the face you were doing yesterday? I think it was something like it was a sour puss. There it is. No, you're not even <laughs> close to it. Like you still have the smile in there. You were like. Oh, I was yeah. pissed. <laughs> it, yeah, was it was the content of the people and the games were trash. The trolls were there. People were throwing purposely because one dude threw because somebody picked my character first, even though he, he was willing to give it back to me. I don't want to play it anymore. Well, I'm just going to play Hanzo, who I never play. The lower you go down on SR, the worse it's going to be. So it's like quicksand. Like, if you are losing SR in uh, silver... And you keep fighting it. You're just going to sink faster. Like, you got to stop. You got to mm-hmm. stop playing. That part I will agree with. But, I mean, I don't know about the lower in SR you go, man. Like, high plat right now is, that's where I saw the throws yesterday. I mean, it's like 
They're yeah, upset I, because they've dropped from Diamond because they thought they were they were better than they were, and so they're angry now. I'm not know. saying that there's no throwers in high pla- high plat. I'm not saying that the platinum promised land is everything you want it to be, but there's it's definitely worse in silver and bronze. Like not only do you have that attitude, but you just have people who are just that like don't know. They, they they don't know what they don't know. Everything is your fault. Like it's just that's the way it is. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. I think education's the biggest problem in the lower ends. I think toxicity is the bigger problem in the higher ends. Yeah, but I think the toxicity. I, I think you have both in the lower end, and that's the issue. Um, and not not to mention just that there's there was a lot this weekend of platinum players uh, that deranked, and they were queuing up with bronze players and silver players and and that's just i mean it was terrible it was really really bad yeah that sucks i'm actually i was gonna say i didn't i really haven't had a chance to play i haven't had a chance to play any competitive but i've barely had a chance to play overwatch over the last week or so like bob when's the last time we played was like was that like last sunday maybe it's been it's yeah. been a while. I think uh, last Sunday not is last, last Sunday. Sunday, but the Sunday before last. So like over a week. Yeah, like it's yeah, not this last Sunday. The Sunday that just passed, but the Sunday before that, like that's, um, yeah, before um, the Fourth of July, and I really haven't had a chance to play. I haven't had a chance to play that much. The only thing I've been doing, uh, I think Friday night, I, I played my Smurf a little bit. And like I was tired when I came home, so I was like, "Oh fuck it, I'll just love them up on Saturday." Saturday, I got tired of playing with people because like they were just doing some dumb shit. So I was like, "You know, I'll do it Sunday." Sunday, I finally got my Smurf to twenty-five, so I can actually come and help you, Anthony. Like if I do my placement matches with you, I don't think they're gonna like. There's there's no way they'd place me in gold. They'd probably place me in silver, uh, mm-hmm. someplace, so I can come and help help you pull out. You know. I'm it's, working on yeah, coming back down there for you, Anthony. No, it's fine. I don't. I don't mind that. It's just uh, I don't know why I'm getting cued with this junk. Maybe it's because uh, I don't do much on the weekends because I'm a loser. No, I'm just kidding. <laughs> no, I don't. I don't go out much. I mean, you know, there's some weekends I do, but it's just like I come home and play Overwatch. So maybe it's the older kids that are going out, or the older guys that are going out, and the younger kids that you know obviously stay in, and I'm just. I'm sorry to kill the younger community like that, and you're not all like that. <laughs> but yeah, you hear, I mean, it's PC though. Are you are you actually hearing a lot of younger players on PC? Yes. Yep. I would expect that more on console. Like if I was playing console on like a Friday night, I would expect to hear some squeakers. But yeah. you know, well, like, it seems. Go ahead. No, I'm just saying. But like on PC, like it seems. Even when I play later at night on PC, I don't hear that many squeakers. It Actually, seems it's like rare. kids, and most yeah. of the time they just turn out to be women. So, like, or yeah, they just don't turn on the mic. They're often the ones that don't get in chat, that don't ever say anything because they're afraid of 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 getting called squeaker. I know my buddy Jack used to hate it, but his voice is starting to drop now, so he's uh, he's getting, getting a, little a little bit more, more cred, a little bit more game cred, <laughs> PC Lord. cred. Yeah, John won't call you Squeaker to your face. He'll call you Squeaker on his podcast. <laughs> no, I don't. I don't care. Like I played with a lot of younger sounding uh, people that are really, really good and mature and know the game. But then I played with a lot of younger, and I played with some older that are just toxic and purposely, you know, 
busting on people and purposely picking shit characters. I have that that don't just don't mesh with the with the comp that you're playing. Almost every toxic person I play against is older. They're probably in their late teens, early twenties, and you know they're just mad at life at that point. Mm-hmm. <laughs> you know, no, come no, over to Overwatch. Have a good I time. I remember those days. And this guy's playing Hanzo. <laughs> you know, so like well, those are the ones that are like, this that I hate you guys." You know, and then you got the the just the younger group just does the the trolling shit that they think is fun. You know, whatever know. they see on YouTube or whatever that that week. Yeah. Throw oh, for well. Defran. So I know I won't get much of a chance right. to watch. A few that? of those mentioned. A few of those Defran stuff. Uh, yeah. Kids mentioned and stuff. Defran, Defran, hashtag Defran Army. Oh, God. <laughs> I know I won't get a chance, uh, much of a chance to play Overwatch this week, and I definitely won't get much of a chance to play Overwatch next week. So that's kind of like... I feel like I'm missing three weeks of competitive here. Uh, I, I want to get to Diamond by the end of the season, but it's kind of it feels like it's kind of diminishing. So I don't know. We'll see what I can actually do by the end of the season. Uh, but let's go ahead and get into the PTR report. PTR report. Okay, so because the show actually would, I guess it wouldn't have made a difference. The show did go out late last week by a day. But that same exact day, boom, Doomfist comes out on the PTR. And in a big way, too. They didn't just, you know, because we talked, we, we actually talked about the uh, the news article, the fake news article on last week's episode, episode 63, uh, where, you know, I think it was Tuesday. Yes, actually, on the 4th of July, Blizzard released this fake news post talking about how, how, um, Doomfist has escaped with the help of Reaper, and the last time we saw him was, you know, Numbani, and then Thursday, bam, animated short. Uh, actually, it wasn't an animated short, technically speaking. It was an origin story. But man, did they up their game for this origin story. All the other origin stories were like moving pictures, basically. This was like some animated shit, some shit well, you want to see. Uh, Sombra. You know, I huh? mean, Sombra wasn't. Sombra, yeah, Sombra's pictures moved. Same thing with Anna and no, Sombra was an actual was an actual. Uh, That's her BlizzCon. animated short. That's her oh. animated short. I'm talking about her origin story. I got gotcha. up until now. The origin stories have just been like you know, like a, like a picture, and it's like moving. And but this is the first you know uh, animated uh, origin story that they did, which was amazing. Like I watched that like four or five times like back to back to back I'm saturday like, morning cartoon i was like this is like super cool this is really nice um yeah like because it, it it had way more of an impact than any other origin story they had like when he catches tracer and he pulls that device off her back and then she can't stay stable anymore and then winston goes nuts i'm like i would pay to see a fully animated like i would pay to see an, uh, you know overwatch animated you know, series, dude. I th- I think they're gonna do it, and I called it way back when. I mean, I mean, I've been calling it before I even start podcasting. <laughs> I don't. The reason I don't think they're gonna do it is because they're afraid to. Um, what's the word I'm looking for? They're afraid to dedicate to the story. It's the reason why the graphic novel got canceled because they they did not want to lock themselves in to a story. I think. I think they're a little afraid of that. Like, they lock themselves into a lore. Because, I mean, they, they were talking about that animated novel since before the game came out, and all of a sudden they cancel it out of nowhere. I think they're looking to do it 
I, I, I just think you're wrong. I think they're looking to do it big time. I think that's why it came out in cartoon anime form rather than extremely expensive, you know, DreamWorks, you know, type. Like they came out cartoon. They could actually produce that fairly cheap. And the, and the, the voice actors are huge. Like they're huge. They're, they're bigger than life right, right now. And what better way to bring them more into the fold than to do a, a freaking cartoon, man. Now, I don't know if it's going to be every week, but I mean, they do something like the, uh, uh, the Anakin stories. What were those called, uh, for, uh, Star Wars, something along those lines, uh, Squidzor didn't know if he was still in chat. Yeah, uh, the, the um, you mean the the the, the animated Star Wars series? I forget what it was yeah. called like Rebels or something like that. Hey, but like an- animation is not cheap. Like that is not a cheap way to do things. Like the amount of time it takes to create, you know, some even that two minute, you know, short that they made, t- probably took months for them to mm-hmm. make that and like, a that- shit ton of money. Yeah, like it's it's very difficult but to animate like that. It's cheaper than doing the CGI, though. I know it depends. Like the so Blizzard does their CGI in engine, so it's it's a little different. It's kind of like when Valve does their source, like their their, their CGI for the TF2 shorts and stuff like that. Like it's, it, it, I think it probably takes them longer to come up with the idea than to actually come up with the short itself because they use they use their in-game engine to make that obviously at a much higher quality but like when they did sombra short a lot of those assets were already created through volskaya you know when they did dragons a lot of those assets were already created you know i'm trying to think which animated short like uh, probably the king's row one and the, the the last bastion, like those, they didn't have a lot of the assets created for it. But like you know, a lot of these other ones, they did. So I I think an animated one, not just in the in terms of how much money it costs, but like in time, the amount of time it takes to create those things, huge effort. I think but, they're not they're not ready for it. I I think that it's just it it would be a few years off if there is even anything in the works uh getting the story straight getting the hiring the people getting you know the animations down i mean because they have to sort of bring the animations to like be like a blizzard animation and not like copy off look like anything else really you know what i mean and another thing i think blizzard heavily relies on the community for its characters development because look at sombra like jeff kaplan pretty much openly said that sombra wasn't a fully formed concept until the community started talking about what Sombra is and what they'd like to see and stuff like that. And then they kind of shaped Sombra around that. Doomfist is a little different because you kind of had an idea of what he would do and what he'd be like beforehand. And in order for them to actually have an animated series, I think all of that has to be like planned out in advance, you know? Like, I don't even know, like, they probably have several concepts for their next character, especially at this point, but a character away from now, or two characters from now, they probably don't know who they're going to release. You know, they probably have some concepts up in there, and they're not necessarily sure, but, oh, they may. I hope, I hope I'm wrong, and Bob's right, because I'd love to see an animated show. 100%. I just don't think they're going to do it. I and just, that's, that's I what I mean. They they're will. not ready for it yet. That, that you know, the characters have to be in place. Maybe to the point where it's you know, there's an update a year or something. You know what I mean? It it just got it. Blizzard has to be more stable. Overwatch has to be more stable. Character everything has to be more stable before they can even think about this. I think. 
Yeah. But it's possible. So it would be cool. Yeah, it would be cool. We did get we did find out who Doomfist voice actor is, and it is not Terry Crews, thank God. Like <laughs> I was like I so many people no, want dude, a Terry did you Crews. See, did you see the videos though? Of, of them Terry putting Cruz. of them of like community <laughs> people putting Terry Cruz's voice lines into no, Overwatch. Oh I don't god, think dude! I want to watch that. I've got to send it to you. You will crack up. There's right, you one with, it to me, There's one with that, and it's like somebody put his face on the Doomfist body. It's just like <laughs> crazy, dude. <laughs> I didn't. The reason I mean, like, sure, memes are fun and everything, but I just did not want Terry Crews. Like it, uh, you can't you can't take it seriously. Doomfist will be yelling all the time. Like that would not. <laughs> yeah. yeah, exactly. Like I don't need that in Overwatch. Like I like the way this guy is portraying him because you could like just by the way he talks, he is very he's calm and he is controlled in what he is. But he at the same time he's very he's extremely powerful. That makes him so dangerous. It's like, it makes him. So much more dangerous than Terry Crews yelling over, you know, yelling his voice lines over. Just yeah, don't give up. His, his animated things would be where, you know, he sits there and he shakes his boobs. Like, yeah. like oh, <laughs> it would be a huge joke. So, but just Doomfist, don't give up on Terry Crews yet, though. He could do some because other characters. He's got a Terry Crews, yeah, he's going to be the crazy, quirky chimp Hammond. Well, Hammond is also a scientist. I don't. I, I don't think so. Not a quirky mention, scientist. A quirky scientist. I don't know. Maybe. But no. Like, see, Terry Crews can't do a chimp's voice. He he would need to do a gorilla's voice, and we already have a gorilla. Winston. Uh, I I think you underestimate the chimps of the world. <laughs> oh yeah, maybe. Are you maybe. trying to say that chimps are wimpy and? No, I'm just saying they don't sound like Terry Crews. That's all I'm saying. Chimps don't sound like Terry Crews. How, how many chimps have you heard speak? <laughs> Enough. Enough. <laughs> I've <laughs> seen my share of Disney movies, my friend. Yeah. I, enough chimps. Anyway, <laughs> move it on. Uh, Doomfist is voiced by Sar Ngauja. I think that's how you pronounce his name. I'm very sorry if it's not, but that's the best I got. Sar Ngauja, who is actually, he's a, he's a, a, a pretty established actor. Um, I think theater, theater yeah, and everything. Yeah. Yeah. And I think he, he was in that movie money monster with, uh, George Clooney. Not that that was an extreme success, but if you've seen it, there you go. But that is, that uh, Doom is Fist, correct. Exactly. Yes. So, um, the animated short actually, it kind of shows doom fist getting out of prison on his own. Like it was almost like a time thing. Like, he just knew when he was, like, he went to get out and he punches himself. He punches, uh, his way through a wall and then walks out. So they didn't show Reaper or anything like that. It's not like Reaper had to come get him. So maybe like I wonder if it's a part of a bigger plan, maybe. Uh, but that is what happened in the in the in the animated short. On top of him kicking uh, Winston Tracer and Genji's ass, you know, by yeah. himself. Three v one. That was badass. <laughs> it was three v one. He was, you know, he was he was whooping that ass, and it, and then Winston couldn't pull it together until Tracer. Uh, essentially you know gets taken out so uh one thing that did happen in the developer uh video that followed is jeff kaplan confirmed a little bit of lore about talon is that you know doomfist is not the leader of talon he is one of the leaders of talon uh talon has a council apparently so it was like doomfist reaper and some other characters uh will um are uh you know part of that council for talent so 
we did find out about that. I mean, I'm still kidding. We haven't received any word about Summer Games yet. But then again, Summer Games probably wouldn't start until the end of July, like last year. Because when did the Olympics start last year? Was it the end of July, beginning of August? What? It was yeah, beginning it's of August. Wrong, right? dude. Uh, I think it was end of July. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, you're in the right area anyway. Yeah. So hopefully within the next week or so, with our luck, they'll put something out on Wednesday. Fistball? Dude, that's going to be a missed opportunity if it's not fistball. Like, if it's not all, yeah. If it's not all Doom Fist, then I say two Lucios, one one fist, and let's go. Two Lucios. Why does it have to be? <laughs> oh my god, I did not mean to do that, but that came out perfect. I'm glad this podcast is rated explicit. Great way to go, Bob. Hey man, there's go, nothing explicit about that. That's only innuendo. Mm-hmm. And I didn't even notice it. <laughs> Bob is so uh, innocent. Anthony, what are you doing? I'm the perverted one. <laughs> yeah. But let's talk about Doomfist a little bit. Uh I mean he's He's primarily a melee character, man. Like, even his gun, like, his gun outputs some power. Like, his primary fire outputs some power, but it only has four shots, and you can't reload. Like, it's a, uh, it recharges automatically. It's basically a short-range shotgun with a spread worse than Reaper, I think. Uh, spread worse than Reaper and, um, and Roadhog. And it's super inconsistent. Like, and the the thing about the spread is it's just like, I don't know, like seven shots, maybe, if I had to guess just on the time I played him and shot the wall. But it, it's all over the place. Yeah, like it's it's just made to do some additional damage. Definitely more effective against larger characters, like tanks. And I mean it may come in handy. Like this character's gonna be all about combos. I mean, if you just play him and try to like, you know, well, let's talk about his abilities first. Like, his hand cannon, like I said, has four shots, can't reload, it recharges, and it's basically a short-range shotgun. His alternate fire is a rocket punch. You hold it and it charges. It used to take you 30 meters. He's already been nerfed and it only takes you 21 meters now. So, it'll launch him forward 21 meters. If it hits somebody, it will do 150 damage. So, you're talking about one-shotting a Genji, which I've done that several times. That was actually pretty satisfying. And if the enemy hits the wall, it does an additional 100 damage. So we're talking about 250 damage on a full charge. Um, Not to mention that it can also be used for mobility. Like you can get in and out of a scenario by using it. Um, Important thing about that fist, uh, it goes through shields. Obviously, it's not a gun. So Reinhardt's shield does not affect it. Basically, I mean, you could charge up and completely move a Reinhardt out of position, exposing his team. Then it only takes about four seconds for it to recharge. Like that's gonna, I, that's gonna be something else, because you can move Reinhardt out of position. Uh, one of his uh, passive abilities, or his passive ability, is that whenever he deals damage with an ability, he gets a shield, and the shield decreases over time. But he gets, you know, a shield. So if you, uh, you know, rocket punch a Reinhardt, and then let's say use either seismic slam, which I'm gonna talk about, or his rising uppercut, which we're also gonna talk about, that'll give you enough shield to last long enough to for your rocket punch to recharge and then you can just dart the fuck out of there also so, real quick i was wrong i had the uh the numbers changed it's 100 one, 100 100 damage if the the rocket punch hits and 150 if they hit the wall so the wall's the bigger damage actually makes a lot more sense too okay so 
100 damage. Uh, like Bob just said, 100 damage. If you hit the person, 150 damage on full charge. Those Genjis I hit must not have been at 100 health then. Still, I, I mean, 100 damage, 150 damage regardless is still incredible instant friggin' damage. You know what I mean? Yeah, well, I mean, you have to charge it for a couple seconds to get that full 100, that 100 damage. Yeah. Just don't be standing next to a wall. Although, it, I will say a lot of the tests had people right up right up against a wall, and they got hit, and they didn't take the the wall damage. So... You gotta go a little ways before you actually get that that damage. Does that make sense? Mm-hmm. Like if your back is right up against the wall and you get hit, you don't take the the wall damage. Even from a full charge. Yep. Uh-huh. Yeah. If your back is right up against it, you do not take the the damage. And I'm so guessing it's, it's hitting the wall. And and that's what they said in one of the videos that actually when you hit the wall, it's gonna do some extra stuff. Yeah, so if you're already up against the wall, you don't actually hit the wall at that velocity, I guess is their their reasoning. Right. Hmm. Uh, so, yeah, now I mentioned the rising uppercut. It basically knocks enemies into the air. Uh, I don't... Does it actually even do damage? I didn't notice when I did it, it to people. It does damage, um, but you can't hit... It seems you can't hit anybody that's already in the air. So, like a Farah, a Mercy if she's up in the air, Genji if he's up in the air. I don't know if jump counts. I should have tested that. I've tried attacking the shit out of Farah. It doesn't do anything. Yeah, so, <laughs> I'm, like, I'm going to get you, bitch. <laughs> like, it does the cool animation all the way up, but it only does, d- does damage to the target right in front of you in, in a very short time. Like,. Yeah, I was so busy trying to get the combo off where you do like a rising uppercut and then a rocket punch to like knock him out the way. I didn't even notice if it was doing damage to him. Uh, but yeah, so that knocks enemies into the air, and then you could do a combo with that. Like I said, you could do you could do a rocket punch with that. And when you're in the air with Doomfist, or like yeah, you know, when you're either in the air after using your rocket punch, or you're elevated above an area, you could do seismic slam. Like a basically, this cone is gonna show up. On the ground, and when you hit the when you hit your E button or uh, whatever the corresponding trigger you have on console for that, when you do that, it's actually going to leap forward, smash the ground. Not only does it knock enemies into the air a little bit into the air, but it also pulls them closer to you. Yeah, so, it's a really weird thing to use too. Like, because as soon as you hit E, that cone shows up. You have a split second to put it somewhere. Well, no, like you're, you're, if you, um, if you're just in the air, the cone shows up, period. Really? I didn't notice that when I was, yeah. I was always going for ledges that were way high. So maybe I wasn't looking down. Yeah. If you're, if you, if you, if you're like focused, like on a ground piece like and you're in the air, it will show the cone for you. So, um, yeah. That's helpful. Yeah. So basically like you. You could probably use it to start your combos. Like you use that to jump into it, to jump into an enemy. You hit them; it knocks them close to you. You do your rising uppercut, and then you, you know, you can do like a rocket punch. Or some people are mixing it with, uh, you know, like they'll do the seismic slam. They'll left click two times, rising uppercut, left click two times, rocket punch. This character is all about combos. I'm telling you, like he, you can. I, I saw a video where somebody did over 600 damage. In four seconds. 
if you can pull it off. The thing is, the, the Roadhog, obviously, that he did it to was not, he, they were part of the process. They weren't really trying to stop. And we're going to get into Roadhog and, uh, and Doomfist here in a little bit. But if somebody, if you can catch somebody, you, you can do just a ton of damage on them really, really fast. His ultimate is called Meteor Strike. I mean, basically, he leaps into the air. And when he leaps into the air, this cone shows up on the ground and you can move around this cone or this this targeting reticle and when you you know after a certain amount of time or when you hit the button it he'll come down and slam down now somebody somebody said that they that people on the outside of the cone still get knocked down i have not seen that every time i've used it everybody has died have you guys seen somebody get knocked uh knocked down on the outside outer edges of the cone no. Um, I have, and I didn't record it. The only one I recorded was when I used it the first time, and I killed two people with it that were in the cone. But I have, I did it, and I should have recorded it. But somebody did get knocked back from it. They got knocked being back. outside of the cone. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, because I haven't seen anybody get knocked down or knocked back. Every time I use it, the the people just died. You're saying so, like a sleep stun? Well, I wonder or like, it was like that. a stun, yeah. Like a, you yeah, know. I haven't noticed that, but I've noticed people like get knocked back from it, and like okay. you just get like a, a second or two. Hmm. I just wonder if so. You die even if you're like like Lucio buffed, like with his ult, or I don't know. I, I was the one using it. Like I, I actually have not had it used against me yet on the PCR. It's crazy to use too. It's cool, like how like you could go up like way like way high. You could actually yeah. use it to see where other people are. You could use it in a different way. I mean, you're still gonna use it to drop on them, but well, you'd you go third have person, a pretty much. yeah, you'd have a short time to see the entire map almost and actually, know where people are at. Yeah, actually, lot. Somebody did try to use it. That's how I know. Basically, you as an enemy, you can't see the cone until the person hits the button to come down. That's when you see the, the red portion of the cone. So you have like a short period of time to move out of the way. And when I remember the one time because I was I was like firing somebody and I was just right on the outside of the cone as Roadhog. I just took two steps back. He came down. I hooked him and killed his ass. <laughs> like that was the end of that. I'm Did curious. You say, so you took boost. two steps back and then two steps forward, don't or was do it, it two steps forward and don't step, don't don't do it, Bob, <laughs> don't do it. <laughs> I'd like to see an Anna Nano boost on that alt and just see how powerful that is. Just have people stationed in different areas and see what what gets hit. Hmm. I don't know. It feels like it kind of be a, a little bit of a waste because I mean you just have to. It's almost like tracers. Uh, uh, Tracer's uh, bomb because like to get that many kills like you know like it will probably synergize really really well with Zarya you oh, know yeah. you know with, with Zarya's uh, True, gravitas yeah. surge or with Reinhardt having you know using Earth Shatter or something like that. Yeah, uh, um, uh, Wickedella in the chat uh, points out that it's a seven meter race. Uh, seven meter radius so it's basically a little smaller than lucio's heal aura or maze ultimate no it's maze ultimate is quite a bit larger it's 10 it's 10 meters no way it's yeah. 10 meters they they buffed well, it to 10 meters it was uh it was smaller before and they buffed it to 10 meters 
really, it seems way bigger than that. No, nope. even crazy. <laughs> nope. It is definitely ten years. Yeah, <laughs> go for it. Fact <laughs> checking. Fact checking is good. Um, but yeah, that's <laughs> that. That's the uh, that's that's everything we have about the character itself. Like, I want to talk personal experience with Doomfist. Obviously, everybody here has played Doomfist quite a bit. I saw Bob. You put a video up of you doing a traversal with Doomfist. Uh, how easy it was for you to get from place to place using Doomfist. Yeah, I was just I was I was bored and watching the new Hearth, Hearthstone announcement, and I just did it to show you guys really quick like how you could just get places extremely quick. But they did nerf a lot of what I was doing there. You know, they took, his, uh, they took the punch down, and the punch from higher elevation is how I was, is how I was getting so far. Right. Like not high, but far. Yeah, I think it's kind of, it's, it's cool that you can get around with him like that. The problem is, is that if you use your uh, abilities up to get to a high place, now you're just kind of sitting there waiting for your abilities to recharge. Like it's, he's without his abilities, he's actually, he feels almost kind of useless. He only has four shots on the shotgun and it has a large spread. Luckily his, you know, his, uh, uh, rocket punch only has a four second cooldown, you know, but if you jump, let's say you're playing Numbani, you use the bus to kind of get up to where that that Han, that perch where Hanzo and Widow usually sit. Now you're just kind of sitting there looking at Hanzo in the face. He's gonna shoot one of his trees at you, and you're probably gonna die. Yeah, so like that's that's the kind of the way it feels. Like it's without his abilities. Like I, I if Sombra hacks this guy, it's it's curtains. Like it's it's gonna be really really bad for him. I wish his freaking shotgun like felt more like a shotgun instead of a a BB gun though. It's like dink 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 instead of boom boom. I don't know. That's just a personal thing. And and by the way, you were right about May. It looks a lot bigger. Yeah. Sometimes it feels bigger. <laughs> but like it's, yeah, it's it's about ten meters. But yeah, he's definitely useless if he's hacked. And like I so it's part of the problem is using your abilities, you know, wisely because you know you have you re- he's so ability based like you really have to be careful not to be on cooldown when you really can't be you know you don't want to you don't want to hop into a fight like you hop onto a high ground area and then have your cooldowns going off like that that is a recipe for disaster for you. Uh, so I told I was gonna I was gonna talk about hog and. I really felt like Hog was a great counter to him. Now, of course, we're talking about the PTR. I have not played any pro um, Doomfist yet. But I was able to, because Doomfist, without his mobility, without moving around, he's pretty, you know, if he's just kind of walking around, he's, he's, he's a pretty easy target. Like, he's, 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 he's pretty easy to kill. He's easy to, like, you know, uh, grow your ultimate on. So... You know, using Hog's hooks was really easy because he's a big character model. You know, it was like hook. It wasn't as easy as hooking Winston, but you know what I'm saying. Out of all of the attack characters, he has the biggest character model. Not to mention, since he has such a big character model, that shrapnel gun just tears into him. Is he really that much bigger than Reaper, though? I mean, he's just a little bit bigger than Reaper, I would think. He feels bigger. Like maybe it's just perception, but. 
Like I it's that so, big fist. Dude, I had a 90% hook accuracy in a game against him. 90%. <laughs> you know? Was there like eight of them? Six of them? No, no. I just was focusing primarily on hooking him. <laughs> you know, that's the thing. Like whenever he'd come out, I just want to see how effective Roadhog was. And he'd be zipping, darting across, and like he'd be in the middle of like, you know, zipping across somewhere. Click. He'd be going well, to attack somebody. Click. Like it was I'm so easy. I'm wondering if his rocket punch works the same as Tracer's dash. Cause Tracer, like she goes from here to here. Now, while she's going from here to here, you can hook her anywhere in between. You can shoot over here. You can shoot over here. You can shoot over here. That's why, that's why Tracer's so easy to hook because she's literally three times as wide as Roadhog is. So you can just throw it anywhere in there and you hook her. And that's why Tracers get so mad because they just seem to get hooked really easily. But a lot of people don't really know that. But I wonder if Rocket Punch is the same way because that's a long path you can just throw anywhere in there. Yeah, I don't think so, mainly because he doesn't move as fast. Like, the whole thing about Tracer is that she's, you know, essentially slowing down time or moving, you know, she's slowing down time and moving through it. And that's why it's, you know, she appears to be moving faster, so you hook in there. But, like, his actual character model is moving from one place to the other. I don't think so. So, But either way, his hitbox is huge. His character model is huge. He He's easy target for Roadhog. I mean, the fact that Roadhog can shoot faster now actually does benefit against him. Because, like, you know, three shots. Two, three shots. Not two, three shots. But like, I'll say about three shots or so. Like, and he's he's pretty much out of commission. But like I said, I haven't played any it's pro Doomfish the, yet, so. Yeah, it's the same as as Genji. Like, the bad ones are really bad. The good ones, like, make you want to just kind of curl up into a ball and cry. Yeah. I mean, I, uh, even, like, when people were trying to do combos, I mean, you could just stop them, like, right in the combo, like, by hooking them, you know? Hooking them and then, you know, going toe-to-toe with them. So. And the Roadhog has a tighter spread than he does. So even though he will get a lot of hits on a Roadhog, Roadhog will definitely get all of his hits into him. So, but, um, I don't know. I, me personally, I don't plan on playing him. I, I mean, it's great that he's, there's a new character on everything, but I don't play Overwatch for melee combat. Uh, Reinhardt, is a little different because you know he has a specific purpose. He ha- he's a tank. He's supposed to be shielding, and basically anybody that comes in close to him, that his his hammer is to shoot them away or kill them for getting too close. You know, but this is like you know you're purposefully going you know jumping into areas and fighting basically, and I don't I don't want to do that in Overwatch. Oh, yeah, I don't think I don't think I'll be ever good enough to do him, but I do think that like. He definitely has a problem, like, uh, contrary to what lots of people might know, Genji, one of the main things he should be doing the entire match is chip damage, whereas Doomfist doesn't have chip. Like, Genji's got really good chip chip damage, and Doomfist doesn't have that. Like, Doomfist needs to be in the fight. Like, he can't be just out there charging alt. Exactly, yeah. Like Doomfist has to be in the middle of of a fight, which I think is going to be his his biggest problem, you know. Because if he, unless he moves a Reinhardt out of position, um, 
you know, it's going to be, I think it's going to be kind of tough for him to jump into the middle of a fight and do what he needs to do uh, and not have the rest of the team focus him down and kill him, you know? He's definitely going to be a high school cap hero. We're going to see lots of terrible people try to play him. It's going to be bad. Yeah, I'm actually not going to be one of those people. I'd be very surprised if I end up liking him because, like I said, I'm not here for for melee combat. I'm here to play a first-person shooter, essentially. Yeah, Yeah, I'm going to actively go for him because I I think it's fun. I don't don't like the little Genji in and out, in and out, in and out kind of stuff. You know, the, the... the in your face punching you slamming you know all that stuff i think i'm i think i'm going to enjoy that but who knows i could do it and be total shit with them but probably i'm going to i'm going to practice you. with them a lot cuz i, I yeah. like it it's it's a little change up from the characters that are out now yeah he's definitely different um i kind of feel bad for reinhardt because it's like oh you got a reinhardt on the front line we know who the counter pick is you can move reinhardt right out of position yeah, and you that's know. cool because it, you know, there's some some points where Reinhardt just stands there, and then people just, you know, you're just shooting his fucking shield, and people are shooting behind it. It's fucking boring. Let's get him out of there. Move him. You know what I mean? That's when you got a Genji in there. He's turning. He's trying to block a Genji moving around. It's just, I think it's going to change the game a little bit. Oh yeah, it's definitely going to change. I, but it's like now, what do you do to make Reinhardt viable again? At least with Arissa, when he charges, you can fortify. And then, even if Fortify is on cooldown, if he charges again, you can uh, do the, um, what is it, the gravity well that she has. You can do that and stop his charge again from touching you. So, Arissa has a much better chance to get him. Not to mention, like, he has a huge hitbox, so those Arissa bullets, you know, they ain't, they don't tickle. Yeah, <laughs> <You> know, <laughs> yeah they no, they're going to have to change that a little bit. Change his hitbox a little bit. Give him a little Winston head nerf no i don't think his, it's like head, his head is not the problem it's the the body i think it's the perception of the body with the fist yeah like the body has like he has a huge hitbox that fist is huge <laughs> look you know his body it is, is absurdly big. big i mean it's absurdly big yeah well that's the point though right i was not expecting it to be that big though i was like come on dude <laughs> like it is it's a, the size is of his body he's trying like, to compensate for something <laughs> yeah, yeah, the best was uh was a meme i think wickedella posted it and said what happens when you're single for 27 years yeah, <laughs> <laughs> yeah so i yeah i mean it's definitely gonna be interesting it's gonna shake up things a bit but i don't see myself playing them i'm just really not interested in it i will play hog and kill him all the time though I will do that. <laughs> Hog I, still sucks until he gets a buff of some kind. Yeah, Hog is. You know what? The, the funny thing is, when I play Hog as a DPS, I'm doing a lot of. I'm, I'm killing a lot of people <laughs> when I play Hog exclusively as a DPS. But don't expect for me to do any type of tanking functions. But <laughs> you know, please. Um, and also being very um, cautious with my hooks. You know. Like I actually hooked the Reaper the other day, and I was like, oh, no. And I just started running away as soon as I let him go. It's like, I'm sorry. I'm sorry. I'm <laughs> sorry. That was an accident. <laughs> take back. Take back. I'm sorry, man. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. You hook him. He looks at you just like, mm. Yeah. Walk backwards like, sorry. Yeah. I wonder. One thing I think would be cool about Hog, what if they give him the ability to break his hook like mid-pull? You like, mean whoop, like whoop. when it hits a wall or something? No, just like if he's pulling somebody, like you hook the wrong person, break the hook. Like I don't want to pull that person. Like, <laughs> Back out, abort, abort. <laughs> yeah, like nope. Like I don't want to pull that person. That would be nice because you can even that would even allow you to 
actually i'll get it's like not you know, a bad idea and in, in areas where like let's say well for example right you could be farther back from the well now and pull yeah. people into it because you're just like whoops <laughs> let, the, let the chain go <laughs> I did that the other day. Uh, I was 76. And like an idiot, I'm, I'm going to run up and I'm going to throw my heel down to 76 and start shooting. Well, I run around the corner and all of a sudden hook. And, I, and I'm looking at the hog and I see him slow-mo turn, pull, and I'm just like, uh, and I look up. And he goes, bye. He's still like looking at me. He's like, oh. Bye. Bad move. Yeah, <laughs> yeah I, I think that'd be nice, but yeah, Doomfist is coming. I'm I'm really glad they didn't push him out this week. They're still doing some more testing. Like we said, that that nerf came a couple days after he came out. I hope and, they don't. Uh, I don't know. Maybe maybe next week they'll push him out. I wish they would do it next I season, not this I one. The, I think they're gonna push him out. Be like when the summer games comes out, right? Which I'm really hoping the summer games do not start until the last week of July because I know I will not be able to play Overwatch that much next week. So I'm just like, please, Jeff, I know you <laughs> it's listen to It's all about you, Ja. It's all about you. Yeah. Yeah. You know, world revolves around Ja. <laughs> you know, Jeff Kaplan listens to Watch, uh, Watch Point Radio. Please. 25th Earth earliest, okay? Please. Uh, but let's, let's move on and actually talk about Jeff Kaplan and some statements that he made about the current uh, the current uh, meta and balance. So, you know, normally these forum posts, we read them. We cannot do that with this one. It's just way too long, and the link will be in the show notes. Like, literally, this has to be a thousand words. You know? This has to be like a thousand word forum post. So, it started... Because somebody made a uh, Overwatch po- a post in the forum saying OW update slash balancing cycle is excruciatingly slow, and the TLDR version is the ba- the devs balance philosophy of slow balancing cycles with more thought out balance changes isn't paying off when most of their changes are either insignificant or just as bad as knee jerk changes made on the fly, and it's hurting the game. Their unwillingness to use the PTR to actually try radical changes speaks volumes of how seemingly lost they are regarding their own game while making the PTR pretty much useless. Uh, I mean, to a degree, he has a point, right? You can use the PTR to try something radical and see how it goes. They've actually done it before. They said, we just want to see how this feels, and they've done it. But for the most part, their philosophy on the PTR is that the PTR is for changes that are coming, and we're just trying to test out to make sure that the game's not broken. That's what the PTR is for. And that's why we don't see a lot of radical changes, even though, like I said, they have in the past done some radical changes. Um, and I don't know, like the Roadhog nerf that does like it's that, that was a lot to do at one time. Like one third damage is gone. You know, you completely change the way like he's like his, uh, if you look at the meta reports, his win rate, it has taken a nosedive. You know, if you, if you're balancing a character, I would think that, a good sign of balance is that okay, the win rate goes down because if his win rate was it was too high, right? Because he was just too powerful. When they balance the characters, win rate comes down. No, his win rate is taking a nosedive, and that is a huge problem. So it does seem like more of a, a knee jerk reaction. So that thread went to twenty six pages. Uh, they made a second thread because you know the forums lock up a thread after it gets so big. And actually, the new one is up to 54 pages, so I don't even know what the rules are. 
uh, regarding that. But he, he definitely made another post about it. And Jeff Kaplan responded to it. And most of his response was talking about something that's very true and something that we've talked about on this show that this is how they balance the game. It's based off of player perception. And Jeff Kaplan is saying that he thinks that he thinks personally that the game is balanced. And that doesn't mean that there's no problems with any characters, but none of the balance issues of the characters are game breaking. And I'm going to dig into that a little bit. Uh, But he also, um, you know, he was talking about the problem right now is that people don't think the meta is changing as fast as it should. And the dive comp meta isn't really all that. I mean, it's popular to play, right? But a lot of people don't like playing it. And a lot of people don't like playing against like me personally. I actually don't like playing dive comp. But when we play dive comp, it's successful because of the current balance of the game. You know, I don't like playing against dive comp because it kind of locks you into the characters that you can play. Right. That's kind of the deal. So Jeff Kaplan was saying that, you know, they don't want to balance the game just to make the meta change. Uh, the meta can also change based off of what pro players are doing, but pro players don't always have time to come up with new strategies and stuff like that to uh, to to change the meta. You know, so there's a lot. He says a lot, a lot of it just has to do with uh, player perception. Now, like I said, we talked about this before that Overwatch does balance characters based on perception. Now look at Symmetra. You know, they he Jeff Kaplan is saying that the game is balanced. And that he even kind of says that people aren't really having a problem with Symmetra, even though their win rates are high. Like, Symmetra and Torbjorn have high win rates, but it could also be that people aren't necessarily picking her as much. So that could be uh, part of the reason. But you can't, you can't tell me that a character that does not have to aim, it's balanced for their, for their beam or for their primary fire to go seven meters, be able to turn corners. You know, I, I tell the story over and over again. When Symmetra first got that buff and Lucio was running away from me, he says he, as far as I was concerned, he successfully had escaped me. As far as I'm concerned. Overwatch, totally different story. Overwatch is like, nope, he went over that payload. Fuck that guy. We're going to kill him. Because the he beam can totally, totally tell you that. What is that? Because it's all. I said he can totally tell you that because it's all opinion. <laughs> hey, there's, there's no facts involved. So he can tell you, he can say, Symmetra would be balanced if it was 15 meters. Yeah, let's think. But you can look at balance and, and what's actually and what's fair or not. Like that's not fair for a character that doesn't have to aim. And then you know, of course, people tease others about complaining about Symmetra. Well, you got to take into consideration Symmetra has a small character model. So if you're Soldier 76, that's a that's a that's a death trap. You know, she's she's terrifying when I'm soldier. I'm like, oh god, hit the helix. And it's not like, <laughs> and it's not like she's just that easy to get away from, right? Like she had the, the fucking meter seven beams, right? And on top of that, what any decent symmetric is gonna do is they're gonna throw their shield at you while they're running towards you. You know? Oh yeah. And, oh yeah. And since she does, she's not like I'm Reaper. Stand right behind it as I come at you. Yeah. Mm-hmm. She's not like Reaper. She's not like Bash and a Roadhog. She doesn't have loud footsteps. I haven't heard her heels click clacking at me while I'm in the middle of a fight, and then all of a sudden I get attached to. That is true. She needs like every time I see her, I'm like, get this metric, get this metric, get this metric. Yeah, she's always people don't up listen to me. <laughs> You know, so there's even stuff like that that they're overlooking. The fact that Symmetra can cook you if she's like, you know, locked onto you for a little bit, her her footsteps should be super loud, but they're not even looking at that. It's I think it's dangerous. Balancing the game based on player perception. 
Roadhog didn't need a hook. I know uh, he didn't need a nerf. I know Bob thinks that he kind of needed a hook because uh, a nerf because the hook, the the uh, uh, the hook uh, shot one shot combo was. Dude, I was good with him. I mean, I got that, the diamond with him. I that's was good the with difference. Him. That's the difference, though. Like you were a good Roadhog player, so you got you know your hook. Like what was your actual your hook percentage? Like forty eight percent, forty nine percent, maybe even fifty. Uh, I was over, I was over, uh, over 50. And over I mean, 50%. I'm the type of hog that throws it out on cooldown. Yeah. Like, I don't, like, I don't save it. Like, it's, I'm throwing it out at all. Like, on a long game, I mean, I'd have almost 40 hooks. Right. So, like, you know, you were a good roadhog, but not everybody uh, was a good roadhog. Actually, most people weren't good roadhogs. And on top of that, I mean, even when I played against roadhog, you know, it's one thing to be a roadhog main and play roadhog. You know, so therefore, like, other Roadhogs aren't hooking Roadhogs, right? But when I would play other characters that would definitely be, you know, you know, uh, dead if Roadhog hooked them, you learn to play around them. You listen for Roadhog's footsteps. You bait out the hook, and then he's wide open for you to kill him. There was no reason, in my opinion, to nerf him that badly. If they were going to nerf him, I'd say make it harder for him to get the hooks. Lower well, the and I said hooks, that, but. like... Yeah, you can bait him out one-on-one, but the times that I would get hooked is when Roadhog's over here by himself, not with the group, and I'm fighting the group, and all of a sudden I'm like, chink, you know, and I'm getting pulled away, and I'm like, what just happened? Roadhog hooks up, you know, he sneaks up on you. I mean, that's that's something, and you know, it's happened to me too. It's not like I never got hooked, and then you get the one shot, I was like, oh, God. I mean, I've I've had games where I've played against Roadhogs where I've got hook after hook after hook. You know, and I'm not talking about me getting hooks either. I'm talking about me getting hooked and pulled yeah, over. That was you know, very frustrating. The, but and it was, it's, a, it's frustrating, but at the same time, you learn how to play around it. And I just, you know, play, you know, balancing the game based off of player perception, it just leads to a non-competitive atmosphere. I just think for a tank, he had, like, I just don't think a tank should have, anybody with that much health, I just don't think they should have a one-shot kill. I mean... There was a reason he was a 3v3 and the 1v1 god. Like, when he wasn't nerfed, like, if you had him as an option in 1v1, you were not picking anybody else, no matter who they are. Yeah. So, Mike, yeah, so he does a, he, a little tweaking? Fine. But what they did to him, they put him into the ground, now they're trying to fix him. Like, that's too much. That, that, that's too heavy. Of a change. I just think he just needs a rework. And what the, what Jeff Kaplan said in this post is that we don't make changes to characters to nerf them or to buff them. We make char- uh, changes to characters to make the game feel better. Like no, like that's the, the, the of course the game feels good. It when feels you can't better get to everybody but Roadhog maids now, dude. Well, yeah, <laughs> and even some like Roadhog maids. Yeah, like, but now the character's taking a nosedive. Like, you, you shouldn't, you, your balance changes should not do that to a character. They, it should, the character shouldn't take a nosedive just because you made some changes to him. You know? Let's get Jeff on the show. Yeah, it's good. You know, explain yourself, <laughs> Jeff. <laughs> you know, right, I'll, I'll uh, call him after the show's over. Yeah, this goes we into that do whole, brunch. you know, when it comes to, when it comes to Overwatch, you know, Blizzard does have a conflict of interest between making the game fun playable and making the game competitive. And when you're playing a competitive mode in the game, you know, you're not worried about fun too much. Like, I'd rather have uh, characters tweaked to competitive perfection than like, well, 
we'll make it so Junkrat doesn't get hurt on his own explosives. You know? We'll make it so... The only thing that makes him viable now, though. But the thing about Junkrat before is that, you know, Junkrat wasn't front and center in a fight. You know, now he could just get up in your face and not give a fuck. Junkrat at least had to sit kind of behind so that his own grenades weren't killing, weren't, weren't, uh, you know, killing him. Not to mention, he had plenty of, he had escape options. He could trap you and keep you from moving as he ran away. He could use his grenade to launch himself away. Like, he could get away from a fight. I've had it happen several times. Before that changed, man, he should have just been sitting in spawn because he shouldn't have been picked. So, (laughs) that's true. And I was an aggressive junk player. And I had to stop playing them. I hated it. And when they made that change, it made me, it made junk come back for a lot it, of people. I'm, I'm noticing now, a lot of people. Because now him. people can play him carelessly. You know, I just play him aggressive. I'm just, an, I've always been an aggressive junk player. I can't sit back and just shoot like, oh, I'm just going to sit back and just shoot into the space. I got to get up in your face. Well, yeah, you're I mean, that's a- the only thing that makes him viable is getting up is getting up in your face. I mean, he's a crazy good duelist now because you could jump up there. What's up, Winston? You really want this? Like, yeah, I went- died so much from using junk. I really did. And his, and it took so long for his balls to pop. Like it was really, it's just really hard to use him at long range. It really was. Oh, you can still use him to, to break down shields and to, uh, you know, put if if there's a team fight going on, he's putting damage to that team fight. That's a huge help. Mm-hmm. Is he wasn't useless? It's just like the meta did not fit the way he needed to be played. Agree to disagree. He was useless, it and was that's why I hated Junkrat. Watching you fuckers go in there and just die <laughs> over and get, over again. People, uh. would, oh, you'd kill yourself all the time, and I stopped using. I hated it. Yeah, like yeah, no. like, he. In my opinion, like if he. If you used him properly, like he, like if, especially when the shield meta, when you had Arissa, Reinhardt, fucking Symmetra, and Winston all dropping shields, dude, like that's a Still would rather just, have a Bastion if Junkrat could kill himself with his own bombs. Right, because I, I that's mean, all I don't, think, I don't think you have a leg to stand on, on this one. Junkrat doesn't to press himself against Winston's bubble and start shooting, you know, the, uh, the grenades. So, but, yeah. But that's, that's a good thing. Yeah, I'm just saying. That like, means Winston can't jump on you and be like, oh, Junkrat, food. He'd be like, oh, I don't know about Junkrat. No. I, mean, I don't want to get that close. <laughs> <laughs> You're an idiot if you do. <laughs> yeah, but I mean, I, I mean, as you can see, like, so I, I, we're going to put the, um, tran- the forum post in the show notes, but Jeff Kaplan does think that the game is currently balanced and basically saying that they're not going to balance the characters to change the meta is the that's the that's the the, the whole point of the post is i mean he really didn't have to put it into like a thousand characters he was like we're not gonna change we're not gonna change characters I, to change the meta i checked that 2058 words 2058 words yeah like it was a lot um i Thanks, love this we don't read okay <laughs> Overwatch players don't read jeff <laughs> I mean, I'd love to see um, more comps be viable, you know, uh, if they if they could if they could tweak the meta so that more strategy is viable. But it is so you're just seeing dive comp after dive comp after dive comp. That's going to take forever for the meta to change. And I don't know. I don't like dive comp. It's pretty boring to me. I'm not a fan of it. But at the same time, I definitely I I don't want them to just make changes. Just be like, okay, because now now we want you know, the three tank meta to come back. So we're going to make these changes. I don't want to see that. 
But I guess time will tell, right? Yeah, I don't think we're ever going to get out of a single meta unless, you know, like we have picks and bands. So I think everybody is going to go with the perceived best meta, or the majority of people are going to go with the perceived best meta. And I mean, currently right now, I'm loving it. I love Dive because it's exciting. It's not a ball of people walking behind the boring Reinhardt shield that everybody always made me play. Yeah, no, I just, when I see it every game, I'm not a fan of because it, it locks you into picking certain characters. And what I'm saying is that more of that character should be viable to either work with or work against that type of composition. Well, you know? shit. I mean, everybody's picking Hanzo and Widow and Torbjorn. So there's definitely people making it so you can't run that meta. <laughs> yeah, well, so. I enjoy it. I enjoy the dive as well. You get to pick a lot of stuff that you don't normally see when you had the three tank meta or just the plain old regular meta before that. It was, it's now you're using stuff that you, you know, Bastion's now back in it, which I haven't seen in a while since they gave him that, uh, that buff. Um, and I used them the other day and I actually enjoyed it. Mm, I got you. And I haven't used Bash in a long time. But you need a Bash in a dive comp. And then there's, you know, you just, I don't know, I just, I think it brings a lot more characters to the table. But that'll change and then we'll do another comp and then we'll do another, and then it'll, everything will switch. The meta will always Whoa. switch. You need a Bash in a it. dive comp? <laughs> it helps Explain it. yourself. Explain yourself. Um, Winston. It helps like diva. Like, it helps defense against a dive comp. Defense, yeah, I mean on defense. But they could so have a Genji. Yeah, they could have a Genji, but then you have a Symmetra, where you just go. Yeah. That's yeah, Genji dude. moving around. Yeah. <laughs> no, he's no, he's doing this. Why isn't this working? Yeah, why is it working? <laughs> <laughs> oh, I love seeing that. That's one thing when I'm Symmetra on Winston. Or Zarya, and you, you're hitting them with a the beam, and all of a sudden they start using re reflect or deflect. It's like, ah, uh, you're gonna cook today, motherfucker. <laughs> or the diva, the diva with the matrix, defense matrix, where you see her running backwards with it on. You're like, oh shit. Yeah. <laughs> Use your boosters, woman. Use your boosters. Yeah. Because <laughs> yeah. they run backwards with it on. Like, shit, I gotta block this somehow. <laughs> Why isn't it working? Yeah, that's just the muscle memory, man. So. Yeah, I guess we'll see. Like I said, we're going to have this uh, thread in the show notes, so make sure you check it out. Uh, moving on, we're going to talk a bit about toxicity because, I mean, I think, uh, you know, we've kind of heard it since the beginning of season. That season five has been, it feels like it's one of the worst seasons of Overwatch. Toxicities are at an all-time high. And at first, I really thought it was because season five kicked off uh, during an event. You know, it kicked off during an event. And then on top of that, you had the free... The double XP weekend, which didn't help either. So you had a lot of people playing Overwatch that don't normally play Overwatch. But uh, no, it definitely, it's definitely continued. And it's not just people getting nasty in matches. Like, it's not just people saying, don't tell me to calm down, bro. <laughs> you know, it's not just people uh, throwing matches. It's just a combination of those. Like, like, people don't care. You're getting a lot of people who are locking into characters when they first get in and refuse to switch. They refuse to switch characters. As you play, that's that's a huge issue. And actually, it has a lot to do with the SR system rewarding people who are one-trick ponies. You know, uh, I know. Actually, after I talked to, I remember Bob. I was saying that at this point with my SR, I've been like on losses. I've been losing a little bit more SR than gaining, and I thought it was because the SR system was trying to hold me back. But I just remembered that I'm also playing Arissa less too. I've been I started playing Diva more. 
when that started happening. And so I, I, I honestly, I mean, obviously, and you're probably playing Diva correctly instead of playing her for stats. So you're probably actually peeling more and not getting crazy amounts of damage. And actually, no, I am getting uh, well, pretty good damage. Hold on a second, I can pull up over soon. I was actually pretty surprised at my Diva stats per life, twenty five hundred damage done per life. That's supposedly master level. Nice. Yeah, so I'm getting well, I mean, a lot of damage done, but I am also actually, can I see deflections? I don't know. No, it's, not, it's not showing me how much I'm absorbing, but. Um, and yeah. who knows what they, what stats they rate and how high they rate them. But I mean, a good diva is going to be peeling constantly. Like she's she's going to be saving the healers, saving the, the DPS, not Rambo. Yeah. Yeah, no, I mean, I've definitely actually my win rate with Diva is higher than it is with Arissa. But when I was playing Arissa on a regular basis, I was definitely getting more SR per win. So uh, you know that the thing has that whole locking in the character and sticking with it. But then, like you know, you guys both had examples where people were tilted just because somebody picked their character because uh-huh. they couldn't lock it then. Yeah, just because uh, somebody picked their character, they were tilted, and we're seeing a lot of that. Like yeah. we had a game, I think it was last time we played Bob, where we we come into the game and the two guys on the other team were are on. A, there was a group of two; they were already tilted as soon as we got into that game. Yeah, um, yeah, we talked about that. They were like, "All right, guys, I've lost six in a row. Can we win this one, please?" Then he's Zen for like literally. Just like the first push. He's like, all right, I'm not fucking healing, man. This is so stupid. And then he goes Hanzo. Yeah. Or something like that. But I mean, it's like, that's what happens. Like, and it's got a lot to do with ego and everybody thinks that they're better than the player next to them. Like, oh, I mean, I am guilty of it at times too. I'm like, dude, if I, if I was Reaper, we would win this. And it's just not true. Like, I mean, like sometimes I'm good at going, no, I need to stay. And sometimes I'm bad. I'm like, no, I need to take this over and do, do, do something. Thinking I'm like the all, you know, DPS lord and savior, which just isn't the truth. Like the do switching like that just doesn't win. I mean, very rarely. So it's a it's a bummer that everybody just thinks that they're going to be the savior. They're the one that's 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 carrying the game when. The team carries it. Mm-hmm. Give yeah. it to them. Let them let them fall into the same trap that whoever that shitty player was too. Because it's funny when they shitted it up just as bad. Because they just had the counter for it. They just had a good player that was countering it. I've thought the same thing sometimes, and I'm just like, eh, I tried it, and it's like, fuck. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> it, and it took me a ton of hours playing to actually finally realize. Okay, this this isn't gonna work. Like I always thought it was crappy, crappy DPS, you know. Until you get in a game where you're DPS and you don't have proper heals and tanks, and then all of a sudden you're you're dying constantly. And I was a little bit, a little bit blinded in the beginning because I only played with with Melissa, and she was mercy. She was healing me. So, of course, I'm living longer, but then you play solo and you're like, oh, crap, you really can't do anything as a DPS if you don't have proper tanks and heals. Mm-hmm. 
Exactly, yeah. Like, a lot of people will say, will point to uh, a McCree or a soldier and be like, hey, just get that fire out of the sky, but then nobody's helping them negate the rest of the damage from the people on the ground. Right. So, yeah, they have right. it. But, you know, in terms of, of the toxicity, I think a, a big problem is that um, people's patience for Blizzard doing something about it or doing certain things about the game like you know the S- the SR system has a lot to do with it I think there's a lot of salt when it comes to the SR system from wins and losses I mean like they just have it now where it feels more fair when when you get a win or a loss you know but remember like the first few seasons like the losses were just were crushing versus the wins that you would get um, and I think people still remember that, and they you know they've been playing for five seasons, and they still can't climb because some of the basic issues are still happening. Like you know, you're based individually for a team-based game, like that really doesn't that doesn't go together. It doesn't match up. You know, like it, you being rated individually for a team-based game because you played a character in a certain way, like you know, or you you played a certain character, like that's that's not helping anybody. You know, so. um you know, most players, I, I just think that they're starting to get frustrated with the game, and they're they're acting out a bit. That, and on top of that, it's because Blizzard's not doing anything about the behavior. Nothing's being done, which is another mm-hmm. example of why the community should be policing itself. <laughs> because when the community polices itself, shit gets done very fast. <clears throat> Throwing, admitting they're throwing, picking characters that will not work with your defense or offense, and deranking. I mean, nobody's doing anything about it. When you have two Platinums playing with a silver or a bronze, I mean, obviously, somehow, some way, they have the system where they can see these people deranking purposely. Right. They're not losing every single game. They can see what they're picking. I mean, they're not losing it because they're just having a bad day. They can see this. Stop it. Yeah. That's what they need to do. Yeah, they, 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 Blizzard takes no action. Uh, I mean, even with cheaters, it takes them forever to ban cheaters, and this is why the community needs to be able to police itself. They need... I mean, I love the Overwatch events, but they need to be focusing on tools for the community to help itself, to be yes. honest. Because they, they, like, if, if, if we had a way to have dedicated servers, even if they weren't like, let's say, you know, dedicated servers, like we know in the traditional sense, but run mods, run ban lists, you know, that would be a tremendous help. I mean, just something they can do and they're not doing, they need to treat, um, behavior reports like disconnects. When you have a certain amount of reports per game versus the amount of games that you're playing, you start. You need to get uh, temporary suspensions. If you just played ten games, and out of the ten games, six of them you got reported for a behavior uh, behavioral issue, you need to get a suspension. Because yeah, obviously you're doing something. It wasn't just the team was mad at you because you picked a Hanzo in the first game. You exactly. Know what I mean? You're obviously doing something for six games, or, or whether it's talking shit, uh, you know, whatever it is. Exactly. It's, it's all. Look into it. That's all. Yeah, they, look need, into it, they need to. Well, man, fuck it. Don't even say look into it. Like that's the way it needs to be. Like you get you get disconnected from a game. Like if you have so many disconnects or so many leaves before the game is done, the system will automatically just you know it will suspend you. You know mm-hmm. it'll do that. Um, and 
You could maybe call customer support and have them go over it more thoroughly or something. Yeah, like, but like they, but they need to do the same thing with behavior. Like, if you, like, you know, harassment, any type of behavior. So I don't care if it's, it shouldn't be the same one. It could be a different one. Harassment, poor teamwork. You know, I don't know, maybe poor teamwork is a little much. But the, uh, you know, harassment or, you know, um, a, 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 it's not aggressive behavior. It's an abusive chat, you know, stuff like that. You know, they, that, when that gets registered against your account versus the percentage of games, it, the action needs to be taken. And I don't think they're doing anything because I had a little hour of fun Saturday night after having a crazy long day of, uh, going to an engagement party early on and just pretty drank pretty heavily. And I acted in a way I should have been banned for a week, man. And I didn't even get an email. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I, I mean, just straight up. I mean, I should have been banned for a week. It was absurd and nothing. Yeah, like you don't do any because Blizzard takes forever to like whoever those those messages feel like they're just going to somebody's spam box. Now I probably you know uh, what's going to happen is eventually you know months from now or even a year we're going to see a massive ban of accounts because oh these people were banned for behavioral issues. We've just noticed over the past X amount of time they've had behavioral issues, so now. Uh, we're gonna ban them, right? That's that's not gonna be effective. It's not gonna be effective because they just got banned once after doing this for a year. They're just gonna buy a new account. However, if you just keep suspending their account because they keep doing it, eventually they're either gonna stop playing the game or they're gonna stop trying. You know, being tired of getting suspended. You know, that's yeah. that's the way it is. I mean, look what is. I mean, leave they're it. afraid of them put stopping playing the game is probably why right. they don't do it. Now, Either that, or it's just too hard to police. Now, I'll be honest with you. I'm not necessarily looking for a solution to get these people to stop doing it, because people are going to do whatever they want to. Just like that, you know. Even with the lever penalties, they're still levers, right? Mm-hmm. I want these people to be out of my game if they're going to continue to exhibit that behavior. That's all I care about. I don't care. Get them out of the everyday rotation. You, know you want to be a troll and you want to play like that? You go ahead and you do that. But I don't want to play with you. Troll Island. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. You really like that idea. Well, and uh, like <laughs> with the like with the SR stuff. Um. Oh, who was it that I was watching today? They were just talking about. It was that interview on your overwatch with uh OG evil um yeah um but he but he talks about how he believes that someone who won who won tricks that's at the same sr as someone who plays many uh many characters the one who plays many characters is actually playing way better to be at that sr level like like hundreds of SR points uh, better. So like they should somehow be re rewarded for being able to switch and the game just, I mean, there's just not a way to build something in to see that, you know, to see if what you did was really good. It's like on paper, it's hard to, to, to parse that out. So 
lots of people have been calling for just a straight win loss you know that's the way it was in beta the beta i've been saying that for actually over a year at this point the beta competitive system was so much better to me because everybody starts at the bottom you climb your way out out of challenger which to climb your way out of challenger you would anytime you won you would get points you didn't lose points in challenger you could only win so people who were really bad and lost a lot never made it out of challenger Right, you just stay in the same place. Yeah, but if you like, once you got out of Challenger, once you got to Advanced, then you could win and lose points, but you couldn't go back into Challenger at that point. And that's what it was. You got 10 points for a win, 10 points for a loss. Uh, you got three points for a tie. What else did you get? It's basically, actually, now I think about it, it's basically the um, the competitive point system now. You get 10 wins, you get t- except you can, you know, lose it for a loss as well. Um they had streaks where if you could, if you won like two or three in a row, you would get like you know twenty points or or something like that. Like actually, that's what it was. Like I'm having a hard time remember, but it was like you would win ten points on your first one. On your next one, you win twenty points. So it was actually if you were on a win streak, you would like fly out of a tier, you know. And there were five tiers. And that was way better. It was way better than you know the SR system that they have now. So they had it, and they didn't like it for whatever reason. I think there was a lot of complaints from people who were in Challenger. People who got stuck in Challenger and Beta. They got stuck in Challenger and they were upset about it, you know? And this is why you just can't you just can't listen, you know, without a without a filter to what people are saying. Because they're always gonna say the thing that bothers them the most and they just wanna deal with it without looking at the consequences of doing so. Now we have an SR system and we still see people, it's not like the SR system keeps people who aren't supposed to be out of in diamond or master out of diamond. We see play, people get carried to that All, right now. You can watch some some of these streamers get carried to diamond by their teammates. You know, like that that's something that still happens. So whether it happens in the SR system or the like, like a ranked ladder competitive system, it, it's it doesn't make a difference. Not to mention one of the biggest problems that the SR system has is the perception the perception between the players of what it is and what blizzard wants it to actually be because the sr system is supposed to help you get competitive matches and match with people around the same skill level what people want is a ladder system to climb they want competitive matches across the board that includes quick play you know yeah so that's another thing that's that that's just until blizzard recognizes that that they actually want that you know, well, actually, no. Blizzard recognizes it. They know that people want a ladder, but they won't acknowledge it. They, they, they need to put a ladder. So the, the, the competitive system needs to be more of a ladder, and that would fix that problem. The SR system is just not going to cut it. But the only problem I always have with ladders is then it just it re it rewards the people that play a ton. You know, like if I could play enough Hearth in one month, I would get Legend. Like, I mean, I get to rank five to eight every month just by passively playing it while I'm like on break at work or in the bathroom or in line at the grocery store. Like, so, I mean, it's just, it's going to reward people that play more. And then they would put in the like, oh, you can't drop down from this rank once you get here. And I just, they're always going to try and make people happy with it when they really should worry about making it more competitive. 
Right. Yeah, you're you're right. But at the same time, it's like, okay, you deal with the SR system or you deal with this. Like, it's not going to be, you know, 100%, you know, ladder systems definitely have their downfalls, right? They have their, their problems. But I'd rather have a ladder system than what they have in place. You know, that's the thing. At least I, at least, you know, when I lose, I wouldn't be blindsided by losing double the amount of points that I thought I was going to lose. I'm still down with uh, three different SR ranks. One for solo, one for groups of two to four, and then one for six for six man queues. Because a lot of that that carrying stuff is a lot of it in six in in six mans. Yeah, because you just I mean you have great communication. You're pretty positive. Your teammates aren't going to throw. You know they're not on a shit computer. At least you know. You know, if you've hung out with them long enough, like they DC on you enough, and you're like, okay, well, we're not going to group anymore, you know? Yeah. Uh, all right. Well, I think we beat that topic, Dan. Let's move on to our weekly updates. <laughs> weekly updates. Uh, not much going on weekly updates. Uh, there are some new diva voice lines coming specifically for denying ultimates. I did not dig too deep into this though. Did you guys uh, check it out? I watched it once. I don't remember the lines exactly, but it was freaking hilarious. Like uh, one of them was like, well, it's high noon and she goes, she eats it and she goes, I think there's something wrong with your watch. <laughs> Yeah, Hold on, I'm gonna look him up. No, here's I, th- I think your clock's off. That's what she says. Uh, when Farrah does her vo- her um ultimate and she eats it, she calls it good thing I brought an umbrella. You know, justice reigns from above. Ha ha. Uh, Reaper, uh, maybe next time. Soldiers, no hacks for you. Roadhog, I think this pig is undercooked. And the default voice lines are denied. And the second voice line is in Korean, but it also it just means ultimate denied. So uh, you, we should be seeing those, I guess, in the next patch. Add a little extra salt to uh, to the people's. I'm surprised they don't have one here for Zarya in May because those are the two ultimates that probably get eaten the most. Like you hear Zarya will say her voice line and all, and nothing happens. That means Diva ate it. Are you, are you sure they don't have one? Yeah, I don't see any. I don't see anything here about Zarya or May. Oh yeah, you're right. I don't see anything either. So, I'm pretty sure. Um, I'm pretty. Uh, it's a good thing I brought an umbrella. Yeah, they need to. <laughs> they need to add those. And uh, additionally, with weekly updates, apparently, like was a Jeff Jeff Johns, the other Jeff, as we all call him. Uh, they are working for. Uh, they're working to make some changes to Roadhog. They are saying uh, we're testing some stuff internally for Roadhog. The focus of changes we're trying are around his defenses rather than his offensive capabilities. Even though the hook combo is weaker now, he can still dish out a lot of damage overall. If he has some more survivability, he will be in a better place. I kind of disagree with that, and this is why. Like Roadhog would still be, while he would be able to survive longer. Uh, and maybe even get some more kills because he's surviving longer. He's still a liability to your team because he is just a uh, ultimate battery. Like basically, like you know, the longer he stays alive, the longer he's charging somebody's ult. Essentially, Soldier Seventy Six, Sombra's plugging him. 
you know, uh, fucking Ferris plugging him because, you know, he 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 has so much health. So that's a lot of health that you're draining out of somebody. He recharges it and now he lasts for longer. Like it's while it will help him stay alive and maybe get some extra kills. Like I'm saying, it's still going. He still wouldn't be a great pick for the simple fact that he's going to be charging enemy ults. I don't think that's what they're they're implying they're working on. I think they're I really think they're gonna do some sort of AoE like passive buff or when he heals he does some AoE buff, temporary buff. Like I mean they're gonna try and make him more of a tank is my my thoughts on it. But it's hard to tell from that short snippet. Actually, he says if he had more some more suitability, he would be in a better place. I don't know if that's a, if he actually meant suitability or did he is that a typo for survivability? But he's he needs a, his tank suit. He needs his tank pants. They may be suitability like where he fits his role a bit more. But I mean, like, what are they gonna do for him? You know, what do you think, Anthony? I'm not really a. Roadhog guy? Then we don't um, want to hear what you got to say. Moving no, on. No, no, you don't. Trust me, you don't, because it's going to be all hate. <laughs> no, go for it, Anthony. No, I, I'm not a Roadhog guy. I don't. I don't want to comment on this. I don't want to get backlash for it. I'm gonna. It's going to be all hate. Oh, you can't be. You can't do that. I mean, we're streaming live here. You can't be that guy. Like you got to say it now. I'm being that guy. I'm not getting the hate mail. <laughs> oh yeah, with your what? Well, you got five Twitter followers. They no. gotta send you some hate messages. Look again. What let you me, got? Let me turn my bot on. Three thousand now. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> no, I just. I'll I pay mean, five ninety nine for that. He he just needs. He's see. He survives too long for me. I have a problem with trying to kill him when I'm certain characters, and I can't stand it. I'm gonna get pissed Here's off. Here's I think that's a personal <laughs> problem because that's like, why he, I said I don't want to comment a, on it. <laughs> he has a lot he of health. He's supposed long. to be a tank. <clears throat> I just, I think he needs to be worked a little bit, but I don't think they need to touch him too bad. Mm-hmm. Yeah, nah, I from what he is now, right? Don't turn back to what he was. No, they need to turn him back to what he was. No, not that <laughs> he's come back. <laughs> See, we that's where we'll get. That's why I didn't want to comment because they'll start a whole <laughs> argument again. <laughs> uh, oh well. Um. Yeah. So that they're, they're making some changes to Roadhog. Hopefully, it happens sooner than later. Because, like I said, his, I've mentioned it several times, his, his pick rate is taking a nosedive, and that, that should be happening when you do balance changes on a character. I almost never see him. It's crazy, because I always saw him. He was part of everything. Well, yeah, I don't see him in competitive anymore, but I play the shit out of him in quick play. <laughs> I still like playing him in quick play. I'm, 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 I'm going to figure this out. I'm going to figure <laughs> out how to bring Hog back. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, so I did a quick play. I did uh I did hook a um on Hanamura. You know, once you get the first part, the first point, uh when you go left, there's that huge uh a gap between, you know, the second point and where that fence is, you know what I'm talking about? So there was a soldier over there like shooting you know from the second point over to that where that fence area is and i'm roadhog and i wasn't going to go that way but i just kind of wanted to you know i just i I spawned toward the left so i went that way and i was going to take the other way around so he's out there and he sees me and obviously i can't hit him so he starts taunting 
and do that through my hook and it just touches him just enough to get the click and brings him back to me. <laughs> like, I, I was like, that was like a huge moment. I thought that was fucking hilarious. Like, see, don't, don't taunt hog. Yeah, <laughs> don't taunt hog, man. So, but, um, yeah. But, yeah, I think uh, uh, they need to make some changes to hog and uh, hopefully it comes sooner or later. Uh, we, uh, since we're running over, we're going to go ahead and skip the community discussion this week um but also i mean fourth week in a row (laughs) because we're always we're always over now but um i think we're gonna just try to weave it into the show next week but i'll obviously feel free to comment on anything else we talked about during the show but we're gonna go ahead and close up here Uh, as always we want to hear about your overwatch stories so if you have any interesting overwatch stories funny sad angry mad uh let us know and especially toxic. If you have any toxic, yeah. I don't know if you have any Doomfist stories, any like don't tell me to calm down, bro stories. Hmm. Um, you know, let us know. Uh, we have a PS4 community, an Xbox One club, and Discord. So on PS4 and Xbox One, just look for Watchpoint Radio Overwatch to join our communities there. And we also have a Discord at once again, that's discord.mash4.me. So that's discord.mash. Four the number four dot me, and uh, as always, I talk about Heroes of Overwatch. It's a Facebook group that I'm pretty sure all of us are a part of. Well, not Anthony, I don't think Anthony has Facebook, right? No, yeah. yes, I do. I do. I'm sorry, I do. He's off the grid, yeah. Anthony's off the grid. <laughs> no, I do have Facebook. I do. Oh, okay. Well, somebody I just don't use, I don't use social media. Somebody like a... didn't send me a friend request. That's I'm okay. just the in your face guy, like. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, but uh, here's Overwatch. It's a Facebook group that has people from all uh, platforms. So definitely check it out. It's a it's a great group of people. Um, highly recommend getting involved there. Whether you want to group up with somebody or just want to see some dank memes. Uh, but as always, thank you for listening. We are available on multiple podcast platforms. We are available on iTunes, Apple Podcasts for iOS, Overcast for iOS, Google Play Music, Stitcher Smart Radio, Player.fm, Pocket Cast, SoundCloud. Podbean, and we have RSS feed for anybody who has their a uh, podcatcher that you know I did not mention there. Uh, also, you can the, all the links are available right on the Mashless Buttons website uh, for those platforms. So go check that out. Uh, you can catch up with, uh, with us on social media. Uh, our Twitter is twitter.com/slash/watchpointradio, but you can also uh, follow twitter.com/slash/mtb site. Facebook.com slash smash those buttons and YouTube.com slash smash those buttons. Bob, why don't you tell them where they can find you? You can find me on Twitter at blazin underscore Bob. That's B-L-A-Z-Z-I-N underscore B-O-B. And you can find me on Twitch. I got the stream set up, just haven't done it yet really much. But that's at blazin Bob. No underscore. All right, Anthony, how about you? Uh, come and check out my new quotation marks Twitter <laughs> <laughs> at WPR underscore the runs. That's WPR underscore T H A R U N Z. Um, and you can find me on the Discord. Just tag me. Okay. And uh, I, you can find me at underscore jaw underscore on Twitter. So it's underscore J A A underscore. Uh, we definitely want to hear from you guys. So you can reach out to us at WPR at mashthosebuttons.com or you can reach out to us on Twitter, comment on the website, on SoundCloud. But we definitely want to hear 
uh, your thoughts on the show and the topics that we talked about. Uh, if you enjoyed the show and you want to help us out, the best way to do so is to uh, share the show with others and also to rate and review the show on your platform of choice. That is a tremendous help for us, and we really appreciate it when you guys do that. Also, we do have shirts available now. Uh, we will pass the link around again a little later. Shirts and mugs. Bob is taking a sip out of his Watchpoint Radio mug right there. Good product placement, Bob. Great job. So, um, yeah, we do have uh, some merchandise available uh, soon a link is going to be right is going to be available right on the mattress buttons website but it should be just teespring.com slash stores slash match those buttons and you get a watchpoint radio t-shirt in multiple colors hoodies mugs apparently and uh yeah there's a boyfriend t-shirt too for the ladies so you know we don't discriminate here at watchpoint radio but um yeah that will be that's that, that's another way to help us out um, I encourage you to stay tuned after the show to hear what's coming up this week on Mashless Buttons. And you can go to mashlessbuttons.com slash shows to see all of our podcasts. So once again, thank you for listening, and we'll catch you guys next time. Hashtag Buff Bob's Beard. <laughs> see you guys. Thanks for coming out, and thanks for coming out on the uh, Twitch. <laughs> <laughs>